from IBM Cloud and Cognitive Software, you're listening to The Art of Automation with host Jerry Cuomo. It must be spring. The smile of the sun peeking out from a cloud. A sky of spectacular blue. Your heart starts to soar like a bird on the wing. Then you realize your taxes are due. Welcome to The Art of Automation, a podcast that explores the application of automation in the enterprise. And given for several of us around the world, springtime means tax time. Today's episode features automation from the perspective of a professional tax auditor turned AI-powered automation expert. Imagine a world where, when you're filing your taxes, the tax forms can talk to you and advise you on how to maximize your returns while staying within the bounds of the law. And if you're a tax auditor, you can wrangle the immense volume of documents with assistance to focus on only the documents that need attention. Well, our guest today will make tax auditing and legal forms processing fun, I assure you. Her name is Tran Nguyen. Tran leads the RPA, an emerging technology group at Adobe. Tran is pioneering AI-powered automation as part of Adobe's Financial Technology Council, enabling bots to assist you to understand the meaning of data found in documents, including tax and legal documents. Using robotic process automation, optical character recognition, and AI-based document extraction. And with that, I'd like to welcome Tran to the Art of Automation. Welcome, Tran. Thank you, Jerry. Good to have you here. We have a lot to talk about, so if you don't mind, let's jump into the first question. Tran, your path to the Art of Automation podcast is a pretty unique one. Can you tell us a little about your background and why you love what you do? Okay, so a little bit about myself. I head up the Robotic Process Automation, RPA, and Emerging Technology Group at Adobe Finance. Very cool. My team is tasked to leverage emerging technologies to help scale the business, deliver actionable insights to support business growth while elevating and enhancing employee work. And we do this with automation. Nice. My background is in in engineering and I'm not even a developer. So you're probably thinking, what am I doing here? Are you sure? (laughs) That's not what I've heard, but keep going. It's your story, not mine. Right. (laughs) I was actually a tax auditor specializing and representing Adobe in all domestic tax audit matters related to IRS, state, local, and unclaimed property. How timely. (laughs) Right. It is tax season. It is tax season. Listeners may be saying to themselves, of course you leave tax for technology. I mean, tax is so boring. <laughs> but un- No comment. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but Tran, you make it so interesting. I know, so, right? But keep sharing. Um, but unbeknownst to them, coming out of college, my dream job was to become an IRS special agent in forensic accounting. Mm-hmm. And yes, I did apply for a job at the IRS agency. So you see, I love tax. I still love tax. And I didn't leave my career because I didn't enjoy it. This may sound really cliche, but I had an opportunity to help others work smarter, not harder. Uh And I took it. And then how did the two combine? Because clearly we're collaborating right now on technology-driven projects, of course, in your area of expertise. Mm -hmm. So how did the two come together? It's funny. It was like one summer day 
and I was sick in bed. I remembered it mm -hmm. vividly because I was really sick. And of course, you know, being an awesome employee, even if you're sick, you're still checking emails just in case, you know, something happens. <laughs> um, and I see an email from my VP of tax on the subject line, it says bots. Who's interested in building a bot? And I'm like, oh, well, uh -huh. I'm dying of sickness and I have like five audits ongoing right now. It would be really nice to have a bot. I don't know, download invoices, look at stuff for me. And so I raised my hand and unbeknownst to me, I was the only person in tax that raised their hand. And Very he's like, cool. okay, you're it. And I guess the rest is history. Tax bots, here we come. Right. And what's funny is if you talk to my developer, they'll uh -huh. tell you, I always audit the heck out of any automation project we take on and deploy. I question everything. And around architect, design, is it scalable? Is it simple to understand? Is it easy for a business person to use around data? Is it secure? Is the process well documented and security? What's the biggest risk if our bot is breached? And what audit controls are in place to ensure we eliminate or minimize our exposure? Sounds a lot like an auditor. You could see, you could take the girl out of the audit, but you can't take the auditor out of her. But it's interesting because if you look at a software lifecycle, you're talking about a lot of the things that are critical for like a continuous integration, DevSecOps, all of that is present in what you just said, but you're coming at it instinctively from your auditing background, which is a natural fit. So it's wonderful that the two found each other. Awesome. Let's, let's keep going. This is the Art of Automation podcast. So let's talk about your role of automation. So you have this job now, you volunteered, you raised your hand to build the first set of bots. Tell us about the role of automation in your job, in your industry. I think the automation um, role now, especially coming out of COVID, is super crucial. Before COVID, I think it was really crucial and important because the need to wrangle data, big data, mm -hmm. and unlock it. Automation with AI allows you to ingest, understand, and lean into your data with more clarity. And I think that's really important. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. As you mentioned, with the pandemic, ordering pizza, telemedicine, it's all digital. It's not going back. Being digital means being data-driven. And there's a lot of data. In fact, the data outnumbers us people. So we agree that automation is a big deal with AI to kind of, where you said, wrangle wrangle your data. I like that. Right. And I think we look at it, the role in the macro sense, and like you said it exactly, right? The people that really survive and really excel during the pandemic was folks that really leaned into automation, right? The art of the possibility can happen because of automation. So really what this pandemic shows us is Automation ensures there's no bound to our imagination and our creativity. I, I think we're just limited by there's a technology mm -hmm, there. Mm -hmm. And is it cheap enough for us to use? But otherwise, if you could think it, it probably can exist and can come true. Completely agree. Tran, can you give us some examples, maybe from your day to day? Tell us about these bots that you're building. One example I really want to talk about is actually an idea that came out back in 2019. My manager mm -hmm. asked me to attend a meeting to assess and evaluate if we can botify 
automate a finance contract review process. The mm -hmm. team during that meeting asked if I could build a bot that reads contracts and identify specific clauses that they deemed important. Okay. Can you give us an example of one such clause? For like example, termination for convenience. Okay. And as we walk through the contract review process, they also wanted the bot to include the following features. Sign into the system, download the contract, rename and save into a share folder, create audit forms used during the review process. Ideally, put the identify clauses text within the audit form, save all the forms metadata that exists during this process so they could self-generate reports and also build out a dashboard so they could do planning, review metrics, and analyze as needed. Oh, and I forgot. They want this bot to be at least 90% accurate when determining okay. a prediction. Wow. And before the bots, and I know this is the requirements that you got, how, how many people interact today to do all of the things that you just said? So if I look at just this team, right, we're looking at maybe... 10 people worldwide. Mm -hmm. and, and the reason why it's a smaller group is there's no possible way that you could look at thousands of contracts that goes in. So they have to only sample that set of mm -hmm. contracts. But if you think about that same contract is reviewed by this team and countless of others within mm -hmm. finance, mm -hmm. within um, legal, and the customer themselves. And so if you think about the structure of a contract and you think about all the hands, the eyes, the ideas, the movement that goes in and out of the contract, it's for one contract, you know? And I think like when you infuse AI within this contract, think about the possibilities that you could do to eliminate the need for so many folks because the AI could actually capture that. Right, doing that repetitive work. And if they weren't doing that, imagine what they could do. Right. For, for the company. So that's pretty cool. And how did you tackle the problem? So that's a pretty big list of requirements. So what I first did is I put on my Tony Stark hat and got to work. Okay. <laughs> um, and we could dis discuss the analogy later. What I wanted to make sure is what their ask, or I really kind of broke their ask down. So ultimately, their vision is for a bot to read contracts. We have to look at the technological feasibility of that. And then as they walk through the review process, they list down a whole inventory of what mm -hmm. other things the bots wants to do. And so at every segment and every feature that they would like to have, I diagnose the technology, like what is available, at least mm -hmm. available to us. And what is the associated cost? Because after all, I am a finance person. You know, I really want to make sure that I could measure the spend, not only in spend in terms of cost, but spend in terms of time, my time, okay. right? The subject matter experts time to really kind of go down this automation journey. Got it. And then after doing that, you want to make sure that you level set with the customer or the co or your coworker to let them know, look, there's only so much technology can do at this time or for this process because we want to weigh out the cost, right, mechanism. And we want to make sure that they know that the journey that they're going to be taking is not just a snap of the fingers and it's going to happen, right? It's right, a journey. Right. It's a, a development cycle. 
there's going to be a lot of kind of brainstorming, planning, testing. Yeah, and in fact, you gain great applaud from our greater team because of exactly that, how you broke it down into MVPs and how it was kind of methodically thought through that this MVP, I think, as you mentioned, is going to focus on the termination flaws and training and being able to extract that. And then once you had that, kind of did reviews, okay, now what's MVP too? So I think taking those thin slices of the problem, we were pretty impressed on how that all worked out and how that was approached. Thank you. I just kind of threw on my, what would a tax auditor do hat and apply that? (laughs) So being tax season now, now that you're showing the art of the possible and being able to read these contracts and extract clauses and where before you had to almost sounding like randomly sample. Now, Mm -hmm. hopefully you can now with fewer people cover more ground. How would this help? It's tax season. Like, would this actually help a tax auditor? Um, I could see how a process like this can help a tax Mm -hmm. auditor. And I don't want to give too much away for the IRS agent to kind of come in and audit (laughs) us as Adobe, we kind of um, are synonymous to PDF. And imagine if we could unlock all that information within a document. And with AI, the AI could just kind of show you or tell you what that document is saying. It's indicating what data is implying, right? Mm -hmm. It's the whole, how does it wrangle all of this data and then show it to you in a way that is measurable, it's kind of actionable, and it's insightful, giving you that clarity. Like this technology, this process that I kind of went about with this particular area can be applied across the board to just anything, including looking at tax returns. Tran, would you mind, can you take out your crystal ball and gaze into it and tell our listeners what you see? Where is this and where can this AI-powered automation go in the future? Yeah, I think the first thing I do want to share with your listeners is, and something I got a lot, especially in the early days of introducing this to the finance organization, a lot of folks were like, hey, aren't you worried that you're going to automate yourself out of a job? And I I thought about (laughs) how do I answer that question? I mean, there's two ways I could answer it. And my answer has changed since since 2017, when I kind of stepped into this role. But the first time someone asked me, I said, well, this is where I'm going to use that Iron Man analogy. If you think about Iron Man, Mm -hmm. he's a man in a computer suit. And without the suit, he's just a regular man. That's right. But with the suit, he's a superhero and then can save the world. I love that analogy. Yes. (laughs) And so I tell people automation shouldn't be a fear factor. It should be your suit. And for all the accountants, the tax auditors, think about what we would do without Excel. That's our suit. Because of Excel, we could wrangle and show data in very unique ways. I mean, that's an older model, of course, right? This this automation with AI is like the new model or maybe like the Jarvis of the suit. It's the suit that you want to have. Completely agree. And it so fits the theme of this podcast. It's not about the automation, the bots or the humans. It's about the bots and the humans. It's about 
augmenting your skills, not replacing your skills. And it's about what the two can do together. And I think that's a great visual. So your crystal ball is is quite vivid and working well. And we completely agree. Well, Tran, I want to thank you for joining us here on the Auto Automation. Thanks for your insights. And I look forward to continuing to work with you on these great insightful projects. So thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Jerry. Well, that's it for today. So I hope you take your inspiration from Tran, as I know I have. She proves that you don't have to be an engineer by trade to transform how your employees work using automation. Also, we see time and time again on this show, automation is applicable to just about every industry and domain, and most certainly includes finance, legal, and tax auditing, as we heard today. In fact, there's a great chapter on intelligent document processing in the Art of Automation book that's now on sale. Today, we're offering a discount of 25% off paperbacks if you order from the link provided in the link description and provide this code, which is FRIENDS2022, all one word. And royalties from the book are being donated to the American Cancer Society. Okay, once again, I'd like to thank Tran. And of course, I'd like to also thank you all for listening in. This is Jerry Cuomo, IBM Fellow and Chief Technology Officer of Automation at IBM. See you again on an upcoming episode. 